It's green for go, they're racing. He says go, he says ta-da. And Tiger Tara rolls away from them on the home turn. Here comes another big boil over. Equine athleticism at its best. The king is in the castle once more. This is in one race, the rest are almost in another post. She is a star with a capital S. It's going to be a triple treat, a miracle three-peat. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed history here at Menangle. What about that? It's getting right up on the sprint lane and it's going to bolt in. Good morning. Welcome from uh, Tabcorp Park, Menangle. Paul Cochran with you for another episode of the Sprint Lane, the live show, the podcast. We love bringing it to you. I've got Jess Watkins and Freddie Hastings with me as always. G'day, team. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul, Fred. Jess. How are we going? Wonderful to be back. And we've got the great man. We've been... We've been um, campaigning to get Jimmy Locke as part of the show and it's finally happened. How happy are we? We've got, we've got Jimmy on the show. G'day, mate. Welcome. G'day. Thanks for having me. I hope he doesn't charge too much. <laughs> no. No. Well, we've been campaigning, haven't we? Yeah, and we've, we have. Uh, we finally made it happen. We made a few things happen. We'll get into, into them as the show goes on. Uh, mate, you've driven up. Obviously, you're here to race today. Uh, you're based in Canberra, so you've, you've – um, what is that road? The M something? Hume, isn't the Hume? it? Hume, the Hume, National yeah. Highway, whatever. You've hit it. You've hit it a little bit earlier to make it make it here in time to be here standing with us. Yeah, we left a little bit earlier, but that's all right. Yep, mate, it's fantastic. Uh, how's your week been, Jess? Yeah, pretty good. Very busy as always, but some great racing here on Saturday night, and I know we'll touch on that later in the show. Yeah, good racing, wasn't it, Freddie? Like obviously, Group One racing here on Saturday night. Yeah. It's always it's always good to call those those Group One race meetings, but uh, you know, just the racing all round. I mean. The, the Coronation Cup wasn't a group race, but by gee, it ended oh, it up being quality, a terrific race and it was quality across the paddock and uh, uh, we'll talk more about that as the show unfurls. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into it, eh? Hey, uh, I wanted to queue up a little bit of a little bit of audio, but I was worried about the, um, the copyright on oh, a bit of Frank Sinatra, a bit of Dean Martin, but it's for something like, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> let it snow. <laughs> great hey, who, who's well singing it again? Who, who's singing Frank Sinatra. Oh, well, let, let him sing it next time, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's just done a job on my voice. <laughs> yeah, see? He's gone. He didn't warm up his voice. No, the, the no warm-ups. Tones. No, no. Um, crazy scenes at Blaney. Incredible. We talked about it last week that they were racing, and I actually made the comment the two visits I'd had to Blaney I, I was warned, oh, it gets cold there, and I struck a 30-degree day and a 28-degree day. Uh, I did look at the forecast leading into Sunday, and I saw it was going to be 8, and I thought, gee, I've picked the right time not to go. Well, apparently, it was about 4 degrees, but felt like minus 8. Oh. So, Craig Easy, uh, thanks for <laughs> taking one for the team, Sonny. He called magnificently. That is a cold part of the world, day. Oh, I know yeah. whenever we do talk to any of those Carnival of cu- Cups clubs, Freddie, you're always the one on the forecast, and I can, I know for a fact you did not predict snow at all by reading did, that forecast. No, not snow, but I tell you what, it would have, you know, like once the, the, the week's uh, forecast became more commonly known that there was a cold snap coming, I guess it probably would have been easier to predict snow, but uh, gee, you don't expect it necessarily uh, this far out from the actual winter season. Yeah, to give it some context for those who kind of haven't caught up with the news, basically Blaney had a 50th year uh, celebration, 50 years of racing at the track, so well done to the club and well done to everyone who's, who's been part of the, I guess, the layers of history at that club. It's great to get together, but I guess they probably had something that hasn't happened in 50 years there happened. So race four, you get a chance, go and have a look at harness.org.au or the socials. I know Amanda Rando's pumped out the, the video of the race. Race four is what you're looking for. They raced in driving snow. Jimmy, ever driven in? You're from Canberra, so if anyone's a chance of driving in snow, it might be you. 
I've never driven in the snow. Seen plenty of it, but never driven in it. Well, I'll tell you one bloke he did, and he won that race. Justin Reynolds is on the line. G'day, mate. G'day, how you going? How was it, mate? How was it driving in snow? That's that's obviously probably new territory, I'm going to say, for you. Yeah, it was um, freezing. Um, not a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, sort of couldn't feel my hands or my face much after the race, but <laughs> luckily enough I won it, sort of made it a bit more worthwhile. So I, I must admit I wasn't there on the day. When did it kick in? Like, so because having a look at the coverage on, on air, uh, it was snowing as you started. When did when was the snow sort of starting to uh, emerge? And... started around, oh, just as they told us to, Get the horses in the gig pretty much before race four. It oh, started this night. <laughs> so about uh, roughly about a quarter past three or thereabouts. It was because the race was around three thirty. So uh, it started a bit before that, just a little bit before that. Yeah, and I don't think anyone really looked that keen to get there. <laughs> what a surprise! Uh, so yeah, yeah uh, what were you thinking, uh, mate? What were you thinking? Like you sort of look out and go, "Oh, you're kidding! I've never done this before." But but, but I reckon a part of you must have been like. Oh, how cool is this? Literally. No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think, Justin, you're probably planning a trip to Queensland to drive after that effort. Uh, yeah, that would be a lot <laughs> Thaw out. driving. It, that's for sure. Well, what, but what challenges did it present, Justin? Um, you know, you guys, in, you, you know, it's part of the, the job. You guys drive in, you know, driving rain and you know, and, and muddy conditions and that, as long as the track's safe, you know, and the stewards are really thorough on that, making sure that the track's safe. So that's one thing. What challenges did it present drive, um, driving in driving snow? Uh, actually, visibility wasn't too bad. It was more just the cold. Could you like, feel your hands, like with your hands? Did it affect you? I could not feel my hands or my face was probably the two main things. <laughs> and had you packed your driving bag accordingly? Was there plenty of layers in there to keep trying to warm up? No, not really. <laughs> I can't expecting it to snow, but, yeah, luckily I had my gloves, which, yeah, sort of helped for a little bit. But once they got a bit wet, it sort of, yeah, they sort of just froze. Mm. Bit, bit of incentive to go fast, I think. First uh, first past the post, first off the track. Although, actually, no, that means you've got to hang around a little yeah. bit longer for the presentation, <laughs> doesn't it? Presentation and a bit of a chat with Craig Dummersney, So, I reckon, mate, um, I, yeah, you're, uh, the line's just cutting in and out a little bit, so I'll, I'll wrap this up. But I, I reckon that, mate, it's going to be a great story to tell down the track. You know, you, you're such a... A young bloke emerging on the scene. It's going to be a great story to be able to tell, you know, down the track as your um, really, really promising driving career continues to emerge. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess so, but I hope I never have to do it again, that's for sure. <laughs> well, look, it doesn't happen, as you said, 50 years of Blaney, we don't think it's happened, and, and that was such a unique thing. Um, hey, Justin, actually, I told you that we'd wrap it up, but hopefully the, the reception stays on long enough for this. Mate, I was at Dubbo. You won the feature at the Carnival of Cups feature at Dubbo earlier in the year, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was lucky yeah. enough to get the um, yep. drive on tomorrow dawn for Steve yes. Turnbull at yeah, that was a massive thrill. Definitely the um, biggest win of my career. Was that so the, far. Re- the Red Ochre, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Red Ochre. Yeah. I'll tell you something, mate. I was standing in among some crowds uh, and I heard people say, geez, a good driver, that kid. And, and I don't reckon many people realise it yet. I, I thought that was a really cool thing to, to mm. overhear. Like someone said, he's really good and no one has worked it out yet. So he's a bit of a jewel in the crown. Like, you know, you can get, you can get him. Like, are you hearing, do you feel like, 
uh, you're picking up drives as you continue to have success. And, and is that one of the challenges? Like, you know you can drive, you know you've got the skills, but it's just sort of trying to trying to get the, the key engagements? Yeah, it sort of gives you a lot of confidence when you can pick up a lot of outside drives and especially a drive in like a feature race like that sort of fills you a bit of, with a bit of confidence just in that. So, yeah, yeah. that was really good. Yeah, all right, mate. Well, hopefully you're not driving uh, in the next next year's Red Acre in driving snow. I, I think it's <laughs> a long shot at that time of year. But, uh, hey, we saw on the weekend anything can happen in this game. So, again? I don't think it'll snow in Dubbo. No, no, I think we're right. All right, Justin, we'll leave you to it. Thanks for your time today, mate. Yep, thank you. Good on you. What what an articulate young man, 23. Been around a little while. He's been driving uh, for just a a, a couple of years, but what an articulate, well-spoken young fella. Just on on Jimmy, you mentioned Canberra, Paul. I can remember, I'm going to say maybe 20-ish years ago, there was a a Sunday afternoon, and I can remember there was an NRL game. Canberra played the the Balmain Tigers, or uh, I don't think they were West Tigers, and it might have been Balmain, but anyway, it was in the late 90s. 90s, I think, and it, it was a, a coinciding Canberra meeting in the daytime, and it was snowing there for probably a good hour or more, and several races were impacted. So I'm sure the family would probably have a recollection of that. Yeah, Pop was actually saying yesterday after the snow at Blaney that he remembers driving in the snow, and mm. Mick actually said he won the main race there, so in the snow, and mm. they had plenty to say about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hang on, I didn't. I had my microphone turned down because I was having a sip of water. Um, I was born in Canberra. Okay, Christmas Day. Yeah, snowed on Christmas Day. Christmas so, Day. So my mum and dad had told me. Yeah, it snowed on Christmas. And we think you know snow yeah. in Australia. Um, sorry, uh, Christmas in Australia. It's hot. You know. Yeah, absolutely. No, apparently it snowed that day. So Jeez. there you yeah. go. There you so, go. Yeah, we've had a bit of climate change in all the years I've been on the planet. <laughs> it's all your fault. Um, hey. Uh, just to wrap up, Blaney, um, last week we had John Kingham on the show and, and he talked about you know, the Turnbull legacy, you know, it started with AD and that, and he said, hey, Steve Turnbull drove here way back in that first race meeting. Um, Steve Turnbull had the Cornella in the feature, St. Amelia beating Cassius deck. Amanda Turnbull, his daughter, trained the horse came third and fourth. In fact, there was a Turnbull name won four of the six races. Yeah. It, it just seemed appropriate, doesn't it, Freddie? Well, it fits, that, doesn't yeah. it? It just fits for the, the historical aspect of what Blaney has been involved in over the last 50 yep. years. Yep. I'll tell you what, um, might have been snowing, but it looked really, really picturesque as we, as we talked about on, on the show last week. It's, I, a, it's a scenic... That, that mountain view, that would have yep. been like Craig Easy would have had an amazing view from the broadcast yep. box looking back up the hill and up the, up the hill there at, at the snow. It would have been spectacular. Yep. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, hey, we had, as we said, we had really good racing here on Saturday night. We had the, a group one night. How good, Queen Alighty. I mean, you, you talked about this on the show. It's certainly outside of the walls of the show last week, Jess. You're a big rap on Queen Alighty and... Yeah, she came out and absolutely delivered. Won that Trotters Mile by 18 metres for Chris Alford and Brent Lilly. Yeah, she was so impressive. And I think it was the style that she did it in, 17 mm. and a half metres. And I think it was a real privilege to have her back up here at Menangle and see her at her very best. Yep. It's a thrill calling her, that's for sure. And Chris Alford, that was his 132nd Group 1 win. What, a, what an amazing feat by arguably the best in the business uh, Australia-wide, Chris Alford. Uh, but I've got to give a rap to Brad Hewitt's horse. I yeah. thought she mm. went enormous. Yeah. She just kept 
kept chipping, chipping, chipping. We've seen a very competitive here at the, you know, in the fast class races here of a, a Saturday and obviously before that a Tuesday. And, and she went super, I thought, Majestic Trio. Yeah. You, you've seen a fair bit of her in races, in different races you've driven in and she's been in and around the, the, the pack. Um, yeah, she went really good and she's um, been a good mare for Brad and mm. another one that's come over from New Zealand for Brad and he's had a lot of success doing that too. So yeah. So Queen Alida came through the Oaks two years ago. Yep. So we, there's, there's a, almost like a, a graduation ceremony. A synergy, in, yeah. Because yeah, that was that. for four-year-old and upward yeah. uh, trotting me. So. And yeah. last year she won the La Cucaracha with, I think, from memory, similar conditions for that open, open trotting class mm. mares as mm. well. So that was just Queen Elida's second start at Menangle. We've often, we've often talked about um, Menangle's a different beast, you know, and, and there's um, tight circuit racing on different tracks, particularly in Victoria. We see a lot of great trotters come here, but when they come to Menangle and deliver like Queen Elida did, it puts them a- another echelon. Like, what do you think, Jimmy? Like, uh, to me, that was like, all right, we know Queen Elida, a, she's a good horse. Yeah. But to come out and do that says, now, now she's legit. Yeah, <laughs> she's a very nice horse, and she done it in really quick time too, and... Looked like she still had a little bit left if she needed it. So, yeah, I think she was very impressive and will continue to go forward. So, Freddie, like, did, it, did it sort of take her to the next level, do you think? I mean, I think she's, she's pretty it. much been. I think, you know, in fairness to, to her, I think she's proven along the way. Obviously, that, in fact, I had a quick look. Uh, I think that was her third. Third, because she did the third, La Because she had the La Cucaracha, the, yeah, the, Oaks, the, the Oaks. Second in the Oaks, uh, yep. won the La Cucaracha once. So she's had three goes here. Um, so historically, she hasn't raced here a lot. Um, but uh, then again, all the races that she's won in Victoria, they're all you know, top class races. She's a, she's a super um, trotting mare. Uh, I love, I, I got a real buzz calling her because you, you know, when you call those champions of the sport, and, and she's a champion trotting mare, there's no doubt about that. Um, it was great to see her strut her stuff. I agree with Jimmy. I think she probably had a little bit left. The 17-metre margin could have been, you know, easily more if, if Chris had have really wanted it to be. Um, great to see her here, and uh, I'm sure we'll see more of her uh, going forward. Yeah, well, speaking of horses, we mentioned the Oaks. Speaking of horses that sort of come to Menangle and prove a point or, you know, cement their place in... I guess uh, the conversation uh, was rocking with attitude. Mm. So first start at uh, at Menangle. So fifteenth career start. Came in with nine wins under um, uh, under the belt. Came out and, and just did a really good job for David Miles in the Oaks. What's your thoughts, Jess? Yeah, she was really impressive, and it was great to see a large group of owners here on course mm. as well to celebrate the win. I know I seen them out here in the parade ring, and they were really taking in the moment. And then as soon as they got down to the presentation, they were just really excited to enjoy the occasion. But she looks another trotter that is ultra impressive, and I'm excited to see her progress throughout her career. Mm. Absolutely, uh, and the good thing with her is. And we often see it in the trotting ranks, the, the fillies, some of the fillies back up into the derby, which is this coming Saturday. And I know there's a real nice trotter in, uh, in, in, the, derby, uh, in the derby this Saturday, but I'll tell you what, I'm excited to see her backing up because I think she is the real deal. As uh, Paul, you just said, only lightly raced, but has already banked 170000 in the you know, in stakes earnings yep. and just seems very professional and is still learning her craft. Is she the horse to beat? Oh, oh, look, I think the one down the bottom uh, is going to be... Um, I just feelings, you know. Uh, 
Yeah. Got, got feelings, yeah. I think it's 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 just proven that it's it's at that level. But the filly's going to give him a race, I'm sure. Moonwalker. Yeah, well, it went good. It's been going good. It's been going. Yeah, look, it's been going good. It is. It's a real quality field for the for the Derby this year, and uh, it always is. But I love how we get that cross pollination of the, the fillies who are, you know are keen to back up and yep. take the boys on. That always adds another another string to the race. But the you know the ones you've mentioned are, are outstanding and uh, should be a cracking race. Okay, it was a it was was a really good uh, good car to racing. So the Waratah Series final was on too. One by Always Thunder uh, for Bernie Hewitt. Great to see. Uh, Bernie come to town, Jess, and you know, and deliver it once again. Yeah, it was great to always see Bernie here at Menangle, and that was actually his 1,599 winners. So one more to go for a very, according to computer records. Tomorrow, you reckon? Yeah, tomorrow night? Tomorrow at Bathurst, I think all eyes will be on there, and hopefully Bernie can land that elusive milestone. I hope so, because I'm hearing people are trading him out of their fantasy team, but I'm hanging on. <laughs> Keep so, him in there. Beautiful. Uh, Luke McCarthy just turned up and, and had a really good night. Treble at Menangle um, on Saturday. Sarah to Sloy, which is one that... Uh, was, are we saying Sarah to Sloy? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah to Sloy is how the um, the connections want yeah, her called. It was a bit called. of an on-air conversation you and I Yeah, had. we had it uh, when uh, we were at Bathurst. Bathurst but but she yeah. is, uh, she's got plenty of upward scope. I think she's a pretty classy filly, to be honest. And uh, uh, it's funny, you know, Lux of Fortune and Jimmy... No doubt it's happened to you in, in, in the past. We all know when she started her career, Chris Geary was driving uh, Sarah to Sloy, and through that injury he had, uh, he's missed out the, the last two drives, including that winning one. Good news, just as a side note for Chris, he's back today yeah. uh, from that finger injury. But uh, she's a quality filly, Sarah to Sloy, and um, she went super for Luke, took that little bit of a gap through the middle to come on and score, and uh, she's won uh, two from four now. Uh, can't find a better man. Very impressive. We're going to see good things out of can't find yeah. a better man going forward. Um, uh, Bondi lockdown. How good. Like back from it. Back from a little break. One fifty point three. It's a, a cracking race. That Alto Orlando and JOK were flying. That was a real contest uh, when it mattered. In good time, Jimmy. Yeah, it was in good time, and he done it pretty tough too. So to see him come out and win and be able to hold him off was really good and really impressive. I thought in the Coronation Cup on a on a historic night for the world and, <laughs> and we, we maybe we played our part Freddie but hey we've got to mention in that race yeah and this is where what we've campaigned for Jimmy Locke went round in the Coronation Cup finished at the back of the pack but on this show we campaigned to get our man here Jimmy Locke driving Jimmy Locke we like to think that we made it happen I don't know if we made it happen but we're going to claim it um, mate what's the story why is a horse got the same name as you what, what's the story um, I'm pretty sure he was named after my, or I'm sure he was named after my um, grandfather. Um, I remember a few years ago when I was actually here with the Mini Trotters, I seen David Aiken and he said, oh, we're going to name a horse Jimmy Locke after your grandfather and they were really close as far as I can gather and yeah, so I think that's how it all worked out and yeah, I'm just lucky enough to have the same name, I think. <laughs> I remember, so we, we, we've had a few laughs about it. And that, and we said we're going to start a campaign now. Freddie got on the front foot, and then you got a text. You were I got a text from Matt Lapard. Yeah, yeah. And said, Guess what? It's happened. I had to ring you. I was that excited. <laughs> Matt Lapard very kindly uh, let me know that we, we've made it happen. Yep. Jimmy Locks driving, and then I got some correspondence from family members saying, "Well, hang on. There's a bit more to the story than 
I think we yeah, all knew yeah, yeah. Uh, in that, yes, Jimmy Locke, the equine Jimmy Locke, is mm-hmm. named after uh, this Jimmy Locke's grandfather, who also had the same name. And, and you're right, they, they were very close, to, um, David Aiken, Aiken and uh, and uh, Jimmy's grandfather, and uh, that's how the, the naming of it come about. But Matt uh, very kindly let me know, yep, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> you had a drive on Jimmy Locke. Um, just back to the Coronation yeah, Cup, yeah. what about the topical tip all night? Didn't win. Kingmaker. Kingmaker. Yeah, I know. I was hoping it'd win, but it would have been a bit of a in the Coronation Cup. What what was that like, mate? Like, given you you knew that the horse is named after your granddad, you know, tight family, and, you know, did you – was it something you really looked forward to? Did you feel the moment? Like, did it mean something a bit more, having that particular drive? Yeah, for sure. It was certainly very cool and um, very good of Jay to give me a drive like that on him. And, yeah, certainly very cool to – drive a horse that's been named after a grandfather and yeah and what what's the is there the likelihood that you'll get more more um, drives with jimmy Locke? oh i'm not too sure but i'd be grateful if i did and like to take the opportunity so joe if you're listening and watching the podcast <laughs> joe jimmy Locke, uh, jimmy Locke jimmy for jimmy Locke. Locke. We, we love <laughs> you seaton but if <laughs> if there's an opportunity uh J- jimmy's going to put yeah. his hand up yeah. so was that a week when seaton was that was I think, suspended or something yeah, like that, I, yeah. or just unavailable. I, I'm or? not sure the circumstances, but I know I got the phone call at around, or the, the message during the Tuesday afternoon yeah. meeting yeah. Uh, from Matt, and he said, uh, we, we've made it happen. So I, I just thought that was fantastic. Yeah, and really as cool. I said, to then learn the backstory, I think that added another sort of twist to it all, because yeah. it was just, yeah, I don't know about you two, uh, but I just thought, oh, well, it, this Jimmy Locke has a horse that goes around with the same name. It's like there used to be a racehorse called Fred. Yeah. Slow and fat like me, but it, it, it was a horse called Fred. It wasn't, it wasn't named after me. Saying, yeah. It wasn't named after me, but Jimmy Locke uh, drove the horse named after like a family one, member. It's like the one that uh, is it Taylor's ace that Taylor Osmond's been driving. Yeah, and yeah no, there's another one. There's a, yeah. there's a link. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I love it. Um, love those yeah, stories. Really cool. Um, and just speaking of Luke, so he had a double here last Tuesday as well just to close out a, a good week of Metro Racing here at, here at the Principal Club. Um, ended that program with uh, Rock Goko and, and Rock and Roll Hammer, who seemed two very progressive types as well, Fred. So, yep. uh, good week for Luke. Um, probably get what you expect, you know, when, when the great man turns up here at uh, here at Menangle. Yeah, look, came into the card, picked up 20 points for fantasy players, <laughs> just like that. He's my uh, captain. So oh, he's your captain, so you got 40. Days, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Days. He's my yeah. vice captain. Do I get any bonus for vice captain? Only if your captain's no, out. Only if the captain's oh, right. I think we've got to change that rule. <laughs> <laughs> blow up, blow up. Well, you're not going to text me abuse. Well. No, no, I'll leave that to the experts. <laughs> I'm that far down the order. It doesn't matter. Uh, hey, Tab Regional Championships time. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a just a comment on the on the regional championships because it's underway. I, I've this event was underway pre me um, working for Harness Racing New South Wales, but I, I do reflect on this event a bit. I think it's one of the genuine success stories in Australian yeah. sport out of a, a horrible time for the world with, you know, the COVID lockdown restrictions and everything like that. But this event really was born was out of some absolutely. some um, some broad and lateral thinking by the powers that be, uh, you know, um, both at board and executive level at Harness Racing New South Wales, to create a concept that allowed the game to go on in racing mm. And it proved to be a, a real, um, a real gem in, you know, um, that they've maintained it and enhanced it. So we we went from, you know, it was Group One racing in four regions. It created the the regional system, which yep. is the same system we've adopted for fantasy harness racing. So it created that. 
it put racing there. It allowed people to race in their own backyard. It, it created opportunities for locals within regions. And then in year two was the add-on of the state final. I just think it's one of the real genuine success stories. And through that state final, we saw, you know, we saw a Riverina horse come to town last year with Peter McRae and Trevor White come and win the race. Uh, we've seen um, uh, Brad Hewitt's horse win it with Send It. So this has been, to me, and I, look, maybe I'm speaking, you know, because I'm so closely aligned to it, I just think it is, across the whole sporting landscape here in this country, genuine success story. I totally have to agree with you there, Paul. I know we had Will Rickson as our guest last week and we spoke to him about his first Group 1 victory, which was in a TAB regional championships. But there's always... Jack Callaghan. Jack his Callaghan first, as well. The, the, and the inaugural year, yeah. The Saloys family too last yep. year with the passing of yep. Tony. But then also to the heats, there's always some great stories that come up there. And I know last year, young Bryson Grimer, so early on in his career, he was mm. able to win a heat here at Menangle at Big Odds. So... I can't wait to see four heats run here yeah. this afternoon and see some stories that emerge there. Well, we've already seen some of it play out. So Bathurst uh, kicked us off um, and, and some results to, to go through. Modern Power for Nathan Turnbull. Um, hey, the Frisbees, Chris and Ant Frisbee had a really good uh, qualifying process there at uh, Bathurst. He ain't faking and Uncle Mickey both, both through. So they got some decisions to make around driving. Keep your phone close, Jimmy. Or <laughs> imagine uh, Ulta Billy for Amanda Turnbull. Now, Jimmy, you had one in that Joe Tomo. Went round to the dollar fifty-five favourite, uh, third in that in that race. Yeah, he was very short, and um, on face value, probably looked disappointing. But I wasn't disappointed in his run, and I thought he um, come through good. And he's really consistent. He tries so hard, and hopefully, we can draw a bit of a barrier in the final. Yep. And um, yeah, hopefully, yep. get a bit of luck. And so, uh, you excited about the opportunity to drive in a final there in that Western Region final, mate? Yeah, for sure. And Ian and Peter give me a great opportunity, and the horse is going really well, and that's a credit to them. And hopefully, you can keep going for the to the final, and yeah, hopefully, get a bit of luck. And I think he is a genuine contender. Yeah, one to keep an eye on. Don't I'd like to me. think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, be, maybe he's given us an early black booker there. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, your, that's your territory. You know, muscle in there. Um, then we were at Wagga on Friday afternoon. So crime don't pay for Blake Jones and Michael Hawke. Brooklyn Bridge for Blake Jones and Ellen. So Blake had a real good day there. And uh, Oratoria for David Druitt. So that, that Riverina um, qualifying has been strong once again. As you said, Jess, that's the one that Will Rickson broke through and got his first group one in a couple of years ago. So... Uh, there's good pedigree there. That's where our state final winner came out of last year, out of that. So, um, oh, the Bob wasn't it for um, Will Father when he Bob won for Will? Yeah, yep. and, and then uh, last year we had Peter McRae and Trevor White combining yep, yeah. there with Defiant. Yes, yep. So it was a great night of racing that. So, um, and and what's unique about that state final is we actually got no horses that have won their regional final. No. They've come through as, as qualifiers by finishing second or something. Um, so, because Sendit didn't win the Metro final the year before, came out and won the state final. So, yeah, it's a great concept. Uh, we were at Newcastle on Friday. So, we had man from Bravas for Melanie Elder and, and Joe Taft. That was an interesting race, that one. Uh, my ultimate skeeter for Cameron Hart and Clayton Harmy. And Clayton Harmy was at it again with Grace Pinella um, teaming up with St. Crusader. So, uh, 
again, strong everywhere. And of course, Jess, then we get into four heats today here at here at headquarters at Menangle. Yeah, we do four heats like you've just mentioned there, and exciting horses as well going around. I know one personal favourite of mine that I'm keen to see is Uncle Jay. I've followed him for a while, and so I'm a bit of a fan there. But also, you see the likes of Soho Rhapsody for Ricky Ouchern and. I know Ricky's also got another short price one that goes around in the first heat, which is Sugar for My Honey. Yep. Okay. Should be good racing. And of course, that all leads up to next week, uh, final. So final at uh, Bathurst on Wednesday, uh, Wagga on Friday afternoon, evening, uh, Newcastle on Friday night, Menangle here on Saturday. And then we're back here at Menangle the following Saturday for the uh, Tab Regional Championship State Final, State, which yep. is obviously the qualifiers that come out of each of those finals. So, Great concept. It's going to be Sky Racing active coverage wrapped around each of those five finals, so the state final and the four regional finals. Sky Racing active coverage. Uh, Brandon Cranborg and Brittany Graham will be uh, on track for both of them. So uh, great opportunity to get around that whole race meet and you know and see it all come together. I, I think it's a it's a wonderful initiative and long long may it last. Okay, so if we continue around the grounds, as you said, Wagga Wagga had a. Um, Great qualifying afternoon there on Friday, but on Tuesday, uh, Sarah Sefton, her first winner of the season, um, just her second in the past four years, uh, drove humming top for her dad, Scotty Adams. We've had Scotty on the show talking when, when Young had their Carnival of Cups. So, yeah, love seeing these stories of people who get these one-off little, you know, winners here and there. And uh, So, well done, Sarah. Uh, Jimmy, you had a, you had a win uh, on the, in the last on that program full of wisdom. Yeah, that was very good. For her to break through and get a win again, Pop's been very patient with her, and um, yeah, it's a bit of relief. <laughs> Geez, you clock up some miles. Like you, mm. you're here. You drove at Bathurst Wednesday night. You, you're at Wagga on on Tuesday. Yeah, How do you do it. Oh, plenty of miles, plenty yeah. of sleep, and when I'm in the truck, I'm not a very good passenger. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some serious um, commitment. Mm. Yeah, you know, like to be able to to. Um, you know, get those engagements, be available, and then come out and perform like you do. That's a, that's they a work hard. Credit to you. The boys and girls that are in harness racing, you know, it can be said of other other racing codes, but they work hard. They've got horses to put away when they get back from a late night at the races. They get up early to work, then they work the, the team, then they go to a race meeting and they could be there. They could be in the first race and then in the last. It's a long day, long yep. hours, but no doubt when you get the wins and you know, you're involved in family with wins it, it's very satisfying yeah it's very satisfying and certainly makes it all worthwhile when you and makes it easy to get up whenever you have a good yeah. night but of course you got to get up and do it all again the next morning no matter the results so absolutely um so Wagga had a big week they raced on Friday as well as we said Alex Ashwood had a double there uh we were at Penrith on Thursday of course Jack Calligan and Cameron Hart both got doubles there on that program, uh, nice moment. You're, you're good friends. Um, you're friends with the Rickson family. We had Will here last week. We've had Hannah on the show, uh, and we talk. Interesting, we talked about that rivalry between them. Yeah, they, yeah, they obviously want to get out and win for their connections. But uh, they had a Quinella, two horses trained by their dad. Oh, I thought this this is a really nice family moment here. Will won the race. Hannah was second, but Peter Rickson trained both of them. Yeah, I think we've seen that happen a few times now, but I think there'd be no prouder household than um, parents Cindy and Pete, so well done to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tommy Ison, we say it every week when we race at uh, Tamworth, don't we? But he had a treble there at Tamworth on Wednesday. Uh, Grace Pinella, she's had a really good couple of weeks. Mm. This was sort of highlighted to me when we were talking on the Fantasy Podcast yesterday. Our current uh, competition leader, he said, 
Grace Bunnell is on the Christmas card list. He said uh, she, has, she has been probably the point of difference that's helped him uh, get to the lead. But she's had a really good week. She had a double at Newcastle on Friday. A um, Newcastle yesterday, or GMAC. Yeah. Turned out with a double. Glenn McElhinney, friend of the show. Um, One of our early, early guests, yeah. 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 Early, early days, yeah. yeah it's great word. to see him pop up with, uh, with, a, with a good, um, successful afternoon there at Newcastle. Mitchie Turnbull, treble a double at Dubbo on Friday. Dougie Hewitt had a double on that same program at Friday. So, you know, but um, another another one of the good blokes are racing, Troy Williams. He doesn't drive a lot, Freddie. No, not, not much at all these days. Generally, uh, particularly at uh, Penrith, uh, Robbie and, and Josh pick up a lot of Troy's drives, but he keeps his hand in and uh, it's a good thing he did because uh, he had a, had a winner. Um, there have been few and far between, yes. obviously because he's not as prolific a driver as some of the other boys and girls, but uh, it was good to see him. He's a good fellow, Troy. Uh, had his share of issues in the last couple of years with floods out yeah. in the Hawkesbury, uh, which which I can relate to on some levels, but uh, not as severe as Troy. And he's shone through with a winner, so well done to I, I've sat with him in the stands a few times here on a Tuesday afternoon, and he certainly is invested in the performance he's of his horse. passionate. He's there. very... Yeah. As, uh, as all of them are, but he's super passionate. So he doesn't drive very often. That was his first winner for the year. Mm-hmm. He had one last year. Before that, he hasn't won a race since 2016. So we're going three three so wins in since not bad, is it? Three well, wins two, in seven, two wins. Oh, in yeah, seven he won years, in 2016. Then he won last year, and then another one. So yeah. three since 2016. It's if incredible. you go that way, yeah, it's love love being able to sort of. I'm sure these things happen and they slip through the radar. So if anyone is listening and they do hear these little nuggets, things that happen, then. Um, yeah, happy to happy for people to tip us off into that. Yeah, it's good to know. Yes. Good to yeah. celebrate to those mil- little milestones. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, Jess, brace yourself. That might be the best thing I've seen this week. I it wasn't too loud. Turn the volume down <laughs> a little bit on that one. Um, what is the best thing you saw this week apart from that? Yeah, so I think Freddie and I are in agreement here that it was the performance of Queen Elida. I think we were yep. both privileged to be in such a prime position here on Saturday night to see her in action. And it, it was honestly just incredible. How does that compare with – because I, I thought Bondi Lockdown was, was pretty incredible. Um, Jimmy, I know you were pretty impressed there. Yeah, I was very impressed there and that's probably the best thing I saw this week as well, to be able to sit parked and still get the job done mm. in quick time. I think it was very impressive. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of good runs in that race awesome, and, and Jimmy spot on there. He was three deep early Bondi and then he got to the death and then, you know, but I tell you what, there was a horse and they actually backed him in the in the race, cash and flow. Yep. Now, we talked about COVID and we talked about the, you know, I, I guess the, the genesis of the, um, the TAP Championships. Uh, regional championships through that period the one constant you could almost put money on death taxes and and cash and flow winning at Menangle <laughs> and that period in COVID I was I was calling the races in the studio um, and he won I think it was 13 straight um, at, at this venue which is quite an incredible feat he's had a bit of a checkered time since however he came back after about five months off the other day and I thought he really savaged the line well, ran fourth, there was money for him. Where there's smoke, there's fire, so maybe keep an eye out for cash and flow down the track. Uh, he is racing against all the good horses, expensive ego and the like this week uh, and again draws poorly, but you get a, a soft draw. If he manages a soft draw somewhere along the way in that open grade company, he's, he's a win is, is not... And if he does win another race here... He will join Tough Monarch as the most winningest horse because yeah, at the moment, uh, yeah. and Paul, there's there's 
Tough Monarchs won the most races here, but of the, the four that are one win behind, three of them are still racing. So Tough Monarch, he's been retired. So if, if Cash and Flo, um, Don Boston and drop the hammer, if one of those, they'll again rejoin yeah. Tough Monarch at the top of the tree. Yeah. Incredible. Love, love the... Um the reward for longevity and persistence for all yeah. everyone involved with those horses. It's really cool. Um, oh, maybe the best thing, maybe because I'm just looking at Amelia as a spectator, but seeing that snow race at playing <laughs> that was cool. Maybe because I wasn't in it and I didn't have yeah. to. <laughs> well, I got the <laughs> feeling Justin was no rep for it, so he was not keen. <laughs> I just love it. Um, yeah, I, I and well done to the stewards. Actually, as I was walking in here today, uh, a couple of our stewards, um, yeah, Brett Day and, and Shawnee Snudden, Chip me and said, where were you, Blaney? You're soft. <laughs> <laughs> they, had to, they had to go through with the boys. But, uh, yeah, well done for even getting the race mm. going ahead. It was, uh, yeah, it certainly, certainly made people take notice of our product, you know, and it, it's tracked very um, strongly on social media during the week and people are just like, wow, can't believe what I'm seeing there. So, uh, Jimmy, mate, great to have you here. Uh, we, we love starting these conversations with people who've come through the mini trot system. Uh, what... what grounding for that sport has that given you uh yeah very good um the mini trots are very good i think uh great stepping stone into the big ones um lots of fun too so i um advise any kids wanting to get into the racing game to maybe look to go through there as a stepping stone um i know it taught me a lot and yeah a lot of fun and the um championships they're a great thing too and they were just on mm. Over Easter, and yep. I know my cousins headed up, and they had a lot of fun there. And I think one of them's looking to step into his trial license later in the month. So, yeah, it's a really great stepping stone. I, I love talking to these mini trotter kids, and they take it so seriously, <laughs> and, and they and they got such big wraps on their pony, and, then, <laughs> yep, you know, yep. and they're like, "Oh, it's a fast horse." I remember yep. at Yugara uh, getting yep. a couple of the Turnbull kids, and I said, "No, no, good, you know, good form and." You know, it goes really fast. <laughs> and they, they'll, if you ask them, it's almost like you're talking to Cam or Luke or something yeah. and they're breaking down a group one <laughs> calibre. But that's the beauty <laughs> of it. They're, they're so passionate and that's where they're yeah. starting. They're starting and, and they're basically what they're doing, Paul, is emulating yeah. their heroes oh, that they yeah. see on Sky and Sky Active. They're, they're emulating them and, and speaking like them. And I bet yeah. you, you're finding... You know, the young fellas and the young girls coming through are way more articulate and, and comfortable mm. in speaking publicly about their, their horses yeah. in races because when they were in the mini trots, they were quite happy to talk up yeah. their, their ponies. Yeah. So what, what, were you, what, what was your pony, mate? Uh, his name was Bobby Boucher. When Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Boucher I remember I've called Bobby and Boucher here. Yeah, and Bob on the run. I got him off Bryce McElhenney when he retired yeah. and I was lucky enough to get Bobby off. Bobby Boucher off um, Cody Rockenberger when she retired, so I was pretty lucky in that way. And yeah, how did Bobby Boucher go, the water boy? Uh, yeah, very good. good. Yeah. I think he actually ran second in the Miracle Mile. Yeah, I was going to say he was yeah. in the Miracle Mile. I remember. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And what? And and uh, like were you the? He he was your world. Is that like? How did you sort of? Yeah, like after school. Yeah, what? couldn't wait to go and work him and clean his box <laughs> and feed him yeah, and good. water him and. <laughs> Fantastic. Everything like that. <laughs> yeah, good. And so, mate, the opportunity to, like, so you've been driving in, in obviously, the senior ranks now for two years. Yeah. Um, the opportunity, was it just that's what you want to do? When did you lock in on this is what I want to do for a living? Oh, I've really wanted to do it for a while and I've been lucky enough and got some really good opportunities and a lot of support behind me by a lot of trainers. So 
has been very lucky along the way so far. Yeah. Um, like we said before, you're travelling around. Do you think that is, at your age and how early in your career, that, that is just what you have to do? You have to get around and you have to create relationships with people and um, get your name in front of trainers and owners and, and just be available? Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Like on Wednesday nights, an example, I was only going for one and I was lucky enough to pick up an extra drive. So when they see that you're going to travel and that, sometimes you're lucky enough to get an extra drive here and there and sometimes you're not. Oh, you're doing a good job for them too. So that's yep. going to you know, make them more keen. Coming from the mini trots up into now the senior driving ranks, who have been some of your biggest influences that have helped you along the way? Oh, mum, dad and pop, nan. They've probably been my biggest supporters along the way. Um, you know, if you have a bad night or a good night, they, they're always there supporting and, yeah. And, and just a, a little bit further from that, in terms of the, the current crop of drivers and senior drivers, is there a, a person you look up to and admire the most or you sometimes try and get their advice and opinion, aside from your family, yep. someone else in the game? Uh, yeah, Luke McCarthy for sure. I love yep. watching Luke. He's so cool, calm and collected. Um, he's the last one to panic and that mm. shows in his races a lot. He truly is cool hand Luke, isn't he? He's yeah, just so sure. chilled, yeah. Yeah. Have, they, have you found those guys approachable like, and have you tapped into that and say, well, there's Luke McCarthy. I'd, I'd love to get a, I don't know, a little An nugget of advice or something, or, yeah. Or has he seen me and is there a pointer that he – like have you yeah. tapped into that? Because we're only 20 metres where we are here on the other side where we're standing and, and the, the vault of knowledge in there and experience, I'd hate to think that that's not accessible to someone at 18 years of age coming through the ranks like you. Yeah, Luke's always got time to talk to you and give you advice if you ask him. So that's really good and to know that you can go and ask him and talk to him whenever you, you can – um, is really good. Is there anything that you've, that, like one real key message that you've parked so early in your career from, that you've got from someone that you carry with you? Just watching how cool, calm and relaxed he is. Um, something I try and take in and do myself in my driving. Um, Pop's always said, just be relaxed and it'll take care of itself. Um, you see him go around on a, on a Tuesday and a Saturday here most people are rocking the full name or the uh, or the surname on the pants. Not not our man here, just Jimmy. Yep, Jimmy. He's, he's, that's Jimmy. Branding, Jimmy. He's, he's going with the he's Madonna. He's going for the branding, yeah. yeah. Madonna or... Um, Cher. Cher, yeah, just that yeah, one yeah, name. Just one name. Yep, one name. Ronaldo. Or, yeah, or Fred. Uh, no, soccer player Fred, <laughs> not me. Yeah. Just just quickly, uh, you were just, just back on um, uh, the things you take in and, and whatever. Um, do you do a lot of... F- Form yourself when you're driving. Do you sit down and devote some time to form in that all that all those things you have to do? Yeah, yeah. I like to look at the races the night before and then look again the next morning before I get out of bed. And yeah, I like to have a good look at them and have a quick look at them again before we go out on the track in the driver's room. Yep, that's just something I like to do before a race. What's um, the What's the goal, mate? What's the What do you got? Um, sort of. Uh, on the horizon that you'd love to be able to tick off, say, in the next 12 months, two years? Um, my goal for this season was to get 50 winners. Um, so hopefully we can get that. Um, and another goal I sort of said at the start of the season was to be able to maybe get up to 80 or 100 winners 
for the my career. Um, but yeah, of course, it's always just trying to be better than you were last season, more winners. Mate, I, I think that's you know they're very reasonable goals to be setting. Like you know, you'd hate to think that you're coming in here and saying like it's great to say I want to win a Miracle Mile and I want to win an Inner Dominion, but those things come. Improving. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you get progressive as you, as you yeah, go through the 100%. through the ranks, mate. You certainly certainly ticking a lot of boxes. Like you pulling in winners like from and I. Quite often, we over the last six months we've used a fantasy harness racing lens on things. But I said well, we priced you up at a at a price where we thought this is a this is a young man on a trajectory that he's probably needs to sit at that price where your stats might have said maybe it should have been a little bit cheaper or whatever. And yet early on, people were like, "Hey, there's the bargain." <laughs> yeah. and where, you, yeah. where you got set up, and I, I think, think we yeah, both we yeah, both had both. him in our team. From I reckon the start. you'd sit in. Mm. Probably as many, if not more, teams than than a lot of our our drivers. The, the way it's been set up, have you had have you had any feedback on that? Uh, yeah, I've had a bit of feedback that probably in more teams as I'm placed in the Riverina <laughs> yeah. and do a lot of driving around here yeah. on mm. a Tuesday and and getting out west as well. Yeah. So he's, he's one of those yeah. multi everywhere multi venue. <laughs> I tell you what, you, you just uh, you had a week off, just gone. Yep. That caused all sorts of mayhem <laughs> team configurations because you were very handy to have parked there at that at, yeah. uh, at that price that you had. So, oh, mate, look, I I can't um, wish you enough luck and 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 goodwill and best wishes going forward because I'm a rap on people who do hard work and roll their sleeves up and and are prepared to put in the hard yards, which clearly you do. Based you only got to have a look at the fields for racing this week and go. Wow, when's this man giving himself an opportunity to sleep? <laughs> feet up because you know the the commute alone is um is taxing. And again, good that he came. You know, good that you yep. early came yeah. early just to be part of the show. Twenty more winners, and you'll you'll tick your first goal off. Your fifty winners. Yeah, yeah hopefully. I've just can... checked thirty so far, and what we're almost getting to the halfway oh, mark. So you're on target. Oh, okay. Forty by this time next week, Fred. On target. Yeah. Could be the amount of drives so. he's got, yeah. and I hope he does because we've got him in our fantasy That's team. Exactly right. No, no, you're right, Fred. You know, to make yourself available, I only got in touch with Jimmy yesterday and said, "Mate, love to have you on the show." And yep. he was back to me pretty quick and said, "Yep, I'll do it." I didn't realise that you're going to have to. Do that commute from Canberra to get here a bit. Well and you were at Canberra last night as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And to Justin Reynolds for making himself available. Absolutely. Too. He's, he's, um, a lot of our drivers in the Western region um, are in some areas where phone signal has yes. been a little bit challenging for him. Justin's, I don't know where he was this morning when we spoke to him, but uh, he said, I'll make myself, I'll be in a, somewhere where I know the phone works properly. Yeah. So yeah. it's gone to the effort <laughs> of doing that. So uh, yeah, well done, Justin. Okay. So, um, Guys, we've got the New South Wales bred two and three-year-old uh, series, which um, kicks off tonight, actually, at Leeton. So we've got, we've got race heats at Leeton. We've got uh, on Thursday at Penrith, on Friday at Parks and Newcastle. Now, next week's the 17th is at – so what's that? That's Wednesday, the 17th. Wednesday's yep. the 17th, yep. Do my, do my days and my numbers right. So that's at Tamworth. Then we're back at Penrith again on the, on the 18th. And then we've got Wagga and Dubbo on – the Friday, so and then there's a final here at Manangle on the third of June. So the hits just keep on coming, Jess. Manangle yeah. just keeps like we, we. That's great because that's that pure regional qualification process of you know you've got to be good on 
circuit racing and country tracks and that to get here to the big dance here at Menangle. Yeah, that's right. It's always great when we have those types of races here and no doubt it'll just get us all excited for the Breeders' Challenge Series that is to come later on this year as well. Yep, should be fantastic. All right. Um, now this week, now Freddie, we've got to hurry this up because we've got an early start at at, um, at Menangle today and we've got to get you out of here. But uh, 10 races this afternoon, including those four heats in the regional championships. I just want to mention for those that are having a pump today with the regional championships ordinarily, um, most of the time we have 10 across the front, uh, all, all horses across the front. Uh, in terms of the way the configuration, the start, it's eight across the front and a second row uh, where needed for these regional heats to keep it, I guess, uh, you know, in, in alliance with the, the configuration at the, the other regional tracks yep, like, yep. like Wagga and Newca- Newcastle and, uh, and Bathurst. So you'll notice there is a second line for those races. That is important if you're having yep. a bet. Yep, absolutely. So Leeton's on tonight. We've got Bathurst Wednesday, Penrith Thursday. We've got West Wylong Parks and Newcastle and a blockbuster Friday. Um, remember, Wagga and West Wylong swapped their race meetings. Um, and you're going to be at West Wylong, you said, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm going down there, there and yep. lucky enough to pick up a few drives for uh, David Mikulov as Blake got suspended last night, so yep. very lucky to get there. So what's your week? You got today. You had Canberra yesterday, you got today, you had Bathurst tomorrow, yep. Penrith Thursday, Thursday I saw, yep. West Wyalong. Yep. And what about? Maybe Parks on Friday night. I was uh, uh, talking the to double Blake. Header. Blake on the way down. And Incredible. I'm glad he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tell you what, he's, wow, a, he's a must-have for your fancy team then. Um yeah, Canberra's on Sunday, so you'd probably be in that as well. Yeah, they got their Canberra Cup on, yep. so hopefully we can get a few drives there and yep. have a bit of luck. And then Bankstown's on uh, Monday. Don't suppose you're coming back for that too, are you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Not yet. <laughs> Who knows? He might, he might log. <laughs> yeah, because you, you've been supporting the trotting races. That they've, I don't know if they've got a trotters program sure. I haven't looked I haven't but but yeah, so we might yeah. he might even yeah. end up at Bankstown. Yeah. <laughs> if not, drivers, uh, trainers, if you're looking for a driver <laughs> who's thirty, <laughs> I'm on commission, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, the re- regional championship. So we have got heats at um, Bathurst tomorrow, Wagga and Newcastle on Friday, Menangle, um, obviously today. So keep an eye out for that Menangle on Saturday night. Should be another good night, Jess. Yeah, it should be a great night of racing. We've also got, as we've talked about before, the New South Wales Trotters Derby, the Bill Green free-for-all, expensive egos back. And another one that I thought was a bit of an eye-catcher in the Coronation Cup was JOK. He goes around in that. And also the Group 3 Bull Eye Trotters Cup. Yep, okay. All right, Black Bookers, what do you got for us, Jess? Yeah, I'm heading down to Riverina, and it is one for David and Blake Mikalif. Rock and Burn, it was restrained to last last Friday at Wagga, and it got home in some really nice sectionals, so I'll be keeping an eye on Rock and Burn. Beautiful, Freddie. I was impressed with the run of Electra the other night. She's a model of consistency. She's in a, um, a mare's race again on uh, on Saturday night. She takes on the likes of Fairy Tinkerbell. Uh, Lebowski's in that race as well, but I just think she's going super well, and at the moment, it's each way all day with her. She just keeps running a hole. Beautiful. Anything you want to us to keep an eye out for, Jimmy? I reckon Majestic Trios would be a good one going forward, I think. And she's just a model of consistency. And, yeah, I think she can keep that up. Beautiful. All right. Hey, we've got three plenty today, guys. Uh, good show. Uh, Freddie, you've got a... Hit the hit the, uh, hit the road, and Jack, toe. and climb the seventy-two stairs or whatever it is. <laughs> get up Oxygen, there please. Be ready for your radio commitments and call a, a big afternoon of racing Thank here you. at Tabcourt Park, Menangle. Jess, thanks for 
today. Thank you for having me. Jimmy. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for making the time, mate. It's a, it's a big well effort. And I know you've got a big afternoon ahead here. To everyone out there uh, tuning in either on the live stream or listening to us uh, down the track, uh, thanks for your support of the Sprint Lane podcast. We love bringing it to you. Keep telling people about it. Give us a share, like, follow, whatever it is. Uh, maybe a, a review if it's kind. Uh, we love your support. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the Sprint Lane. Bye-bye.